Hey everyone, it's Tom Stone from Inside the Hashes. Take a listen to another exclusive player interview. This one with Jalen Fly Sadler, offensive lineman from Lindenwood University. Enjoy. So, the first question I just want to lead off with: How would you describe, uh, you know, your last season, both as a player and as a team? Some of the highs and some of the lows that you were both proud of, and maybe wish you could have done differently. Okay. So, um, actually, this season was a. This season actually a tale of both both ends. We had um, we actually started off, I believe, one and four, but we ended up winning. We ended up winning eight eight or nine straight, I believe, to make our first playoff appearance in school history, and also to win our first conference uh, championship in school history. I feel like that was that was such a blessing because through life, life in the game of football is so similar because they, they both are just how you respond to adversity. We could have easily hung our heads when we were one and four because the season prior we were one and four, and we continued to only be we continued to uh, be I believe like uh, four and seven I believe. But we were actually able to turn it around, respond to adversity, come together, and actually have a great season. Me personally, I had—I believe it was one of my best seasons. Also, I was—I was blessed to receive the accolades of a first-team All-Conference, and also to be voted highly above my highly upon my teammates. I think that was a great honor. But I was actually able to lead. I was actually able to lead and actually leave my leave my mark outside of football, but like relationship wise, I had a great relationship with most of my players. That's a wonderful thing. You got a great attitude about stuff, and you're you're very right. Football and life are very very similar as far as how you deal with adversity. So that's good stuff. Yes, sir. So uh, Lindenwood is that's a Division two school, correct? Yes, sir. All right. So for those of people that are listening that don't know a, a ton about Division two. What can you can you tell us a little bit about Division Two that maybe how it differs from D- Division One? All right, so my first two seasons, I actually played at Austin Peay State University, was the um, FCS FCS Division One. I. I started there, but I, I ended up living I ended up leaving the university for um, for educational purposes. I want to get a better education, and as as most people know, the way the NCAA works, you cannot go from Division One to Division One without losing a year of eligibility. I didn't want to do that, so um, uh, Lindenwood is a private school institution, a great city in St. Louis, so it's, cl- it's close to their home. So I was able to, I was able to uh, receive a full scholarship from there as well. So I decided to go there. And also, there's a lot of there, a lot of people think it's a huge drop off from Division One and Division Two. Personally, the only difference for me was, or the only two differences for me was, uh, I, I would say a little bit facilities and um depth depth like as far as depth of quality players yeah you know what that makes sense because a lot of you know a lot of the teams in the division one school they can roll out 10 deep on on the defensive line a lot of times and and they don't miss it and they're all they're all similar yep oh you know what that that's a great answer actually you know that makes a lot of sense so uh so as an o-lineman what's what what do you like best about playing offensive line oh what I like playing less about, uh, what I like playing most about offensive linemen, I'm a humble person. I'm a humble person, but I'm all I'm always I love being the hardest working people. I don't too much care for the glitz and glamour and getting all the credit and stuff like that. I really I really just love working hard and like being the first people to know. A lot of people know the game of football revolves around the trenches. So me being able to do that and be able to contribute to that, play in and play out, I can't take plays off. And if I take plays off, if I take plays off and be on somebody's highlight tape, and I love, I love that pressure. 
I love the pressure of the game being put on our backs. That's wonderful. I, I've had the pleasure of interviewing a lot of offensive linemen, and a lot of you guys all say the same thing. You know, we all know that it all runs through you, but the amount of pressure it takes to be successful and to, you know, you can't take a playoff. Otherwise, like you said, you're on someone's highlight tape, and, and nobody wants to be a part of that. Yes, sir. So uh, would you rather pass block or run block? Um, I'd rather, I'd rather pass block. It really reminds me, it takes me back to my old basketball days. So that's all, that's always fun. And I feel like a uh, pass blocking is more, it's more tech technical as run block is more, uh, physical dom like, like more imposing your will of physical dominance. All right. Are there any, uh, offensive linemen maybe that, that you looked up to growing up or as you started uh, your career? Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. My top three are, uh, Willie Anderson. He was a, um, he was an all-pro offensive tackle for um, the Cincinnati Bengals, and he also played for the Ravens. My my current two top two are Tyron Smith and uh, Trent Williams. Oh yeah, uh, two monsters you picked. Yeah, yeah. So you you mentioned playing basketball. I was going to say, have you always played football growing up? Were you a multi-sport guy, or you know, other than football and basketball, was there anything else that you did? Uh, I was always I was always a multi-sport uh, guy until I started getting my offers in from from mainly football in high school. So I decided to mainly focus on that instead of playing basketball and doing track in the off season. I just I actually trained with a personal trainer uh, throughout the year. Okay, all right, nice. So who's uh who's your toughest opponent you went up against? If there's one or two guys or three, however many, like who are some of the the tougher opponents you played against? Okay. I'll take you back to my uh, freshman year at Austin P. I went against Noah Spence. Oh yeah. Um, he he transferred. He actually transferred from Ohio State. I believe he was all Big Ten. He transferred to Ohio State. And he transferred from Ohio State to EKU. And like I came in, I started as a true freshman. And like the way he was able to adapt throughout the game was amazing. And it really forced me to adapt too. So we had we had a great battle throughout. We had a great battle throughout, and I played against um, John Harris. He from Linda. This is last year at Lindenwood. He plays at um, he plays for the uh, Denver Broncos right now. Yeah, he was a uh, great, great size, great strength, um, great technique. I also had a great attitude. So we would compete day in and day out every day at practice, and that really that really helped me a lot with my game. Nice. Yeah, you went up against some heavyweights. See, and that's what a lot of people don't realize. Even though at these smaller schools, they're still. There's still powerhouse players that come out of these schools. Yes, sir. So uh, maybe who's your biggest inspiration or what is your biggest inspiration in life, you know, that maybe helped you get through some tough times or, you know, when the chips were down or if, you know, whatever. Who's Who's been a big inspiration in your life to help you get through some stuff? Um, One of my biggest inspirations, I'll probably say my mom, because growing up, growing up in a single parent household, especially making minimum wage jobs and like bouncing around from job to job, bouncing around from house to house. It's not easy. It's it's not easy. And especially raising four kids on your own. It's not easy. She could have easily just gave up, but I never, I never seen her give up day in and day out. She constantly went to work day in and day out. She made sure that we had food on our plate and we had a roof over our head. Like that just inspired me. Like no matter how tough life gets, you just got to get up and keep fighting. You just got to get up and keep responding to adversity because adversity never sleeps. Adversity never sleeps. No, you're right about that. It's always there. When you wake up, you can always find adversity if it's there. And, you know, kudos to your mom for uh, for stepping up and doing all that. That's a, that's a strong woman there. One other thing is, what are you uh, what are you getting ready to, what are you doing now to get ready for your next chapter in football and in life? Uh, what do you have on your plans now to, to get ready for the next the next wave? 
I currently am training for my pro day. I just finished um, about a month ago. I just came back from Texas. I got invited to the College Gridiron Showcase, the Senior Bowl down there in Texas, which was a blessing. Which is a blessing and a great opportunity for me to showcase my uh, talent and f- my talent, size, and uh, athleticism down there in Texas in front of NFL scouts. That was amazing. And now I'm getting ready for my uh, pro- now I'm getting ready for my pro day, which is March 18th. That's awesome. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll be watching that for you. And I'm just going to give you uh, one last question. I just like to to ask players this: what what kind of advice would you give to younger players coming up that may just be heading into into college now and their first time playing big time college football? What kind of words of wisdom could you shed on them? Words of wisdom. I love for for the longest time I've been told, you know, only one percent make it. Only only one percent of NFL players make it, or one of one percent of college players make it to the pros. In my opinion, instead of saying, why is that statistic, I say, why not me? Why not me? You're going to have people that don't believe in you. You're going to have people, your closest people going to look at you and say, I don't I don't really believe it. I don't think you can do it. Your self-confidence has to be bulletproof, and you have to stay zoned in. And it's not it's not an every-other-day thing. It's not a, I'm going to work hard once-a-week thing. You have to bring it every single day. And once you start to develop that mindset, then you're going to be unstoppable. Once you tell yourself, I can do something and literally set your mind on it. I know it sounds cliche, but you got to wake up every day and tell yourself that. No matter what happens today, I know my goal. And, and especially if you keep God first and you make sure your the reasoning behind you making it to the NFL is right, there's no, there's no one or nothing that can stop you. No, it's great advice. If you look up at anything in life, you know, there's always going to be odds against you, and uh, it's all mindset. No, I, I really appreciate your time, Jalen, and we'll be watching you and rooting for you and hoping everything works out to the best for for your life. And just want to say thanks again. It was a pleasure talking to you, and uh, I really hope everything works out well for you. Uh, yes, sir, and I truly do appreciate for this opportunity. Really, really, Mr. Stone, I, I really do appreciate what you're doing here, and I really support it, man. All right, man, have a great day, and I appreciate you. All right, thank you. God bless. Hey, everyone, thanks for listening to another exclusive player interview with Inside the Hashes. Check out all of our content at www.insidethehashes.com and on all social media platforms at Inside the Hashes. Thanks and have a great day.